The Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast is sponsored by Prairie Care. You know, going through the process of getting help with your mental health can be very overwhelming. I definitely know that from firsthand experience. Prairie Care can help guide you through it and get you in touch with the help that you need. They've been offering mental health services to all ages in the Twin Cities of Minnesota since 2005. Whether you're looking for clinical services, a specialty outpatient program, or a more intensive level of care like inpatient treatment, Prairie Care has you and your family covered. Visit prairie-care.com to learn more. That's prairie-care.com. Well, hello there, my friends, and a big welcome into this episode of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. So glad you're here. My name is Brian Pyatt, and I am your host, and as always, holding space for however you're showing up right here right now in this moment. Uh, Looking forward to spending some time together here for this episode. And this one is, is, is a fun episode for me. Um, I, I sat, yeah, I guess I sat down, um, literally on a boat with my little brother, Eric, uh, a couple of days ago and had, had a conversation with him that uh, that I hope serves all of you um, in in some way. My, we we kind of get into it a little bit here um, in the episode, but my brother and I tend to always get into these really, really um, beautiful, deep conversations together, and we and we always kind of joke and say, "Gosh, that should have been a podcast." And uh, and so we decided this this week to um, to actually sit down and record one. So. My my brother, I I have watched him recently go through a, a really 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 intense process of getting into med school, getting into medical school, and I I think there's there's some things that he's learned throughout that process um, that are that are really beautiful, um, and I think apply to to so many of us. And, and so I hope that you take some things away from that. Um, he also recently did a ton of traveling. And so we get into kind of what traveling has taught him. And uh, we just kind of let the conversation flow. And so we, uh, we, we literally hopped on our boat. Um, we, we just got, got back from spending a, a week with our family up north for the 4th of July. Uh, we took out the boat and sat down and, and recorded this episode for all of you. And so um, let's go ahead and begin. As always, take what serves you from this. Go ahead and leave the rest. And sending each and every one of you out there a whole lot of love. All right, here we go. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Your first podcast experience ever. Yeah, this is a big deal. How do you uh, how do you feel about doing this? Feel good. Yeah, I'm wondering how much I've got to add to all the good things you've got going on with it. But well, you better add a lot. Yeah, otherwise this better be like the uh, the hallmark episode. This will be the 
yeah. This is what's going to get you on the charts, probably. This is it. Yeah. This is the moment. This is the big breakthrough. So we're, um, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you here. It's kind of interesting to interview my little brother. I know. Well, I feel like we we have so many podcasts on our own. And then after a great conversation, we're always like, God, we should do a podcast. That should have been a podcast. Yeah. So then we'll probably sit down now to have a conversation and it's just going to be the worst conversation (laughs) ever. Because we're actually when it really matters. <laughs> so just to let everybody know, to kind of like set the scene, we are currently on a boat, yep. sitting in the middle of Pelican Lake in Minnesota. Um, this sounded like a really, really good idea yeah. when we decided to do this. I also, for some reason, just pictured like the most serene morning. <laughs> like the water was going to be glass, and now it's like wavy water. Um, it's a little windy. And our goal for this podcast is to not drift into the shore, yeah, or take out another boat. Yeah, we're we're multitasking here, so so that's the deal. But it is cool. We're like sitting outside, yeah, wrapping up. Um, we had a whole week together, hanging out for the for the Fourth of July as a family. Our favorite place in the world. Favorite place in the world. Yeah. Um. So I think to start, you have had quite the few months. Yeah. Like you have had a lot going on in in your life, and um. Can you kind of take people back to just what the last few months have, have looked like for you? I know that's hard to summarize, but you've yeah. you've had a lot going on. Yeah, it's hard for me to even like fully paint the picture myself because it's been a bit surreal for me. You know, I, I feel like the last few months for me have been completely different than what my life has looked like leading up to it, um, yeah. which is exactly what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. you know, for... The last three months, I've pretty much decided that I'm going to take a hiatus and really take my mind off of things, you know, everything that I've got, I've been working for over the last couple of years. And, um, yeah, you know, I went to travel, travel was something that I really wanted to do before I stepped into this next chapter. And, um, I did, kind of did a culmination of things. So I did a couple of weeks in the U S with friends, um, mm-hmm. which was really fun. I got to reconnect with some friends in New York and then I went to, uh, one of my best friend's weddings in Rosemary Beach, Florida. Um, And I was in that wedding and saw a bunch of friends there, which was so fun. Um, And then after that, I, by myself, went to Southeast Asia. And so I took a 17-hour flight from from San Francisco to Singapore, which I don't think we even knew existed. I did. I honestly did not know. Yeah. When you and I was like, I actually didn't even know we had that capability to. I didn't know that a plane could hold enough gasoline yeah. fuel to yeah. travel for 17 hours. So that was pretty dire, quite the experience, um, quite the way to like step into this whole chapter, or like little experience of going somewhere completely by myself that I've never been before. Um, so I was in Singapore for a couple nights and then uh, I actually went to Indonesia and was on, was on Bali and the Gili Islands for a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, I did that for... A little while by myself and that was really cool you know I like yeah. knew I wanted to do that and I didn't even know what necessarily my expectations were with it going into it I just knew that I would probably meet some people and it would be a new experience and it'd be something that would be really fun and yep. um, it really ended up being more than that like I met really great people saw some places I just never really pictured myself sitting in such a different world there. You've been to Bali and you actually yep. were a big reason why I decided to go there just because you'd, you'd talked about it in the past. But um, it's an incredible place. Amazing. Yeah. Totally different than what we're used to here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and we can get more into that after I go through this, but, um, yeah, so I did that and then went back to Singapore for a couple nights and then made a pit stop through Abu Dhabi on a flight. And then I was in Germany with our mm-hmm. family for a couple of weeks, which was incredible. And then we were in Italy too for a bit and then yeah. came back from there and all that was just incredible. Like, yeah. so cool to do part of it with friends, having that experience and then doing it by myself and then, um, you know, having that family time was just so incredible. And yeah. for anybody that's listening to our, our brother-in-law, Tobias, he's from Germany. Yep. Um, so we got to finally see his hometown. He's been such a big part of our family for the last, I don't know, 10 years maybe Yeah, around there. And we had never been over there. So it was so cool to like get that experience over there. Yep. Um, and then for the last four or five weeks, I've been back at the lake. And from the beginning, I was always like, this is going to be my favorite part of it. Mm, Just being at the lake. Like- you know, I saw <clears throat> some incredible things traveling and went mm-hmm. a good distance. You know, I did a circle around the globe to see it all, but I still feel like this is like just my favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. And, cool. it, and it was a good, that in itself has been a good reminder of you take things for granted, mm-hmm. you know, in our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to, for things to get mundane or for you just to kind of, condition yourself to the the beauty of it all but yeah yeah, coming back here and after seeing all that I'm just like so thankful for what we have here yeah um and other just like little pieces of my life too so yeah it's been a ride and and on top of all this right you um you got into med school yeah and that that's that's a big reason we'll talk about travel and stuff like that but I I wanted to bring you on because I think a lot of people that are listening are gonna be able to relate to just the what it takes to be patient with life sometimes mm-hmm. and like you know you hear trust the process a lot and and just you know um like you have gone through such a journey with getting into med school yeah and from watching you study for the the mcat mm-hmm. to you know getting i guess what can you describe to people just like the whole med school thing like i mean you have waited and waited and waited and you finally got the news that you wanted yeah um, but just, just such a role. How do you even like begin to describe that, that process? And I know like not everybody listening right now yeah. is obviously going to med school. So that might not feel relatable to people, but I think we all can relate to yeah. just what it takes sometimes in life to like be really patient and how hard that is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is like, this applies to everybody. Delayed gratification of, you know, attaining our goals or, you know, how we want to see our life end up. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's been really hard, obviously, in so many different ways. Like the, you know, you brought up the MCAT. That was probably one of the most difficult times of my life. You know, mm-hmm. I was, as you know, simultaneously dealing with some things. Yep. You know, just on a relationship side of things, I'd, you know, recently gone through a breakup during that time. And yeah. um, that was really hard for me. And then, after, and then, you know, for, for me, I'm a very, um, action-oriented person Mm -hmm. and so for me to go through that and then all I could really do was sit in a room and study and be by myself and not really be social or you know feel like I was really living life like that was a really tough time because you know sitting here right now it's 100% worth it and I knew that to be true and I was lucky to have people around me reminding me of that all the time yeah um but yeah, I mean, in that, that time and just 
this whole process is definitely um, something that you have to really just sit in and be patient with. Yeah. And, you know, I feel I feel very lucky that I do have actually a very clear vision for where I want to go, mm. um, which I know is not always the case. Like, yeah. and I didn't for a long time. You know, I was a DJ and a yeah. producer and I grew up playing hockey and I really thought I was going to play college hockey. And, you know, that windy road kind of led to where I'm at now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was all of it's really hard. And, and, and even, you know, I think actually one of the hardest parts of it was while I was traveling, mm. um, you know, because, you know, for those listening, I was waitlisted at my number one school. Yeah. Um, and I was in also at a school that would have been a great situation. Um, yep. but location wise, program wise, it just didn't feel like a fit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and in order to like, you know, achieve my goals and where I wanted to go, that would have been a good situation, but it was tough knowing that my number one option was still on the board. Yeah. And so, you know, honestly, the first thing I thought of and the last thing I thought of while I was in Uluwatu, Bali and in Singapore and in Murano, Italy was when am I going to get this call? Mm -hmm. And it was always there. It was always so present. Um, and I think one of the big takeaways for me, and it was a good lesson of never in life are we going to have everything in place. Yeah. And there's always going to be something that we're kind of waiting on. We want to have happen. Um, but you can always just go a step further and just look around you and be thankful for what you're doing. And, yeah. um, it was it was quite the dichotomy of having some something really stress me out, but also having such a great experience too, and yeah. um, you know, kind of a tangent there. But yeah, I mean, it's it is it's it's been a really hard process, and um, mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about myself through it. And you know, again, thankfully, I feel like I'm I'm heading in a direction of doing something and putting a lot of energy and time in my life into something I'm passionate about. Yeah. So. Well, it's been cool. Like, so, you know, you mentioned you got waitlisted and then you finally get in. And yeah. It was just so amazing to watch that whole process mm -hmm. unfold for you because I knew, yeah, I knew all that you had gone through to, right. to get to that point and how, and just like how persistent you were with it. Like, yeah. You knew what you wanted. Yeah. And, um, and it, and it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, um, it was amazing. I will sidebar a bit with the whole getting in thing though a bit and say about that this was this has actually been something I've reflected on a lot over the last four weeks of being at the lake and having time really just to put put a pause on you know what I've been working towards and all this stuff as amazing and as satisfying as it was to get into medical school into the medical school that I wanted to be at yeah which I'm incredibly grateful for and still so excited about yeah. but I pretty quickly realized that that's that doesn't equal happiness mm. and feeling full. Yeah. Um, which in some ways, in, I, I feel like that's like a tale as old as time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more so about the process and about the chase and about yeah. um, the pursuit of it all as opposed to reaching the goal. Um, but it, 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 it has been a bit unsettling in some ways because I have spent the last four years, you know, I would say making 60 to 70% of my decisions based on how am I going to how am I going to how am I going to get to medical school? How am I going to get into a place that's good for me? And I did that, but then mm. I also realized that like 
well, that's not yeah. maybe the deeper meaning of what I've been pursuing. And Interesting. I kind of reflected on, I think, at the end of the day, a lot of our decisions, at least for me. Like, I, I think we just really want to feel connected. We want to feel happy. Hmm. Um, we want to feel like we're, we've got some sort of purpose. Yeah. And also, I think, feeling accepted by others but more importantly by ourselves is always like mm. what we're somewhat working towards yeah um so i've tried to put some more energy into that and think about what can i do in my life to put energy directly into that as opposed to going the the indirect route of you know having an extra couple letters behind my name mm. to think that i'm trying to pursue that right um so that's been i mean i'm so thankful for it like it's made me realize the most important things for me are not, you know, obviously this job and this career that I'm working towards will be amazing and I'm so stoked about it. But yep. no matter what, if I don't have like, if I'm not taking care of myself, yeah. if I'm not connected to people in my life that matter to me and are, you know, mm. that I share, that I'm able to share life with. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not in some way trying to help other people it's just not going to be yeah i'm just not going to end up in a in a happy place that i don't know i think it's so easy to get caught up in that rat race in life sure. like you know even going back to the experience of being in bali like that was in itself super very revealing for me as far as living in a place like the united states where mm -hmm. i think we're just so from an early age as we're our really boat's getting unruly. rocked here. You can probably hear a jet ski off someone's, in the distance. Someone's like wake surfing by us right now. I keep so like <laughs> I keep like looking up to make sure we're not like about to slam into the shore <laughs> or like take out my some, my vision know, field is like thirty degrees right now and it's mostly you, so I can't see anything. <laughs> I'm also worried about getting seasick a little bit. I'm like looking at you as our our boat's just like rocking back and forth. Again, we had such a beautiful image of how this yeah, was no, gonna look. It's, it's it's pretty perfect though. Yeah. Still, um. But yeah, I mean, just being in Bali in a place like that, like you, this is what you told me before. It really challenges what, how you see life and oh, what, yeah. you, what, what the possibilities are. Like the people I met there, the locals, first of all, so kind. Right. I mean, I'm this American that's coming into their country. Yeah. Being very American about things. Yeah. But they're just so, um, so relentlessly kind to you about everything and they're so willing to help you. And so that was cool in itself. And then um, you also realize too, I met so many people that were just traveling the world for years at a time. And you know, they're like, yeah, I'm like here for six weeks in Bali. And then I think I'm gonna go over to Vietnam for a little while and there's some cool places there. And everyone there knew about all these things. And to be honest, that was so different because mm. all my friends are, you know, I've got a lot of friends there and this, and this is like amazing in itself too. They're starting families. Um, you know, they have these careers that they're kind of mm -hmm. like really had like getting a jump start in and they're doing incredibly well. They're, mm -hmm. you know, working towards amazing things and already doing amazing things. But I guess I'd never really heard the option of like, you can just go to the Gili Islands and sit there and yeah. meet people from around the world and I don't know. I just realized that, like, we're so conditioned in some ways. I think to think, 
out of college, you need to go get a job. And if you're not getting married within the first like eight years out of college, I just like hear this narrative sometimes of like, you're off track. Yeah. And I just really realized, I think that, um, like you can really do whatever you want in life. And, um, there's say, nothing that, really stopping you. That was something that I remember you saying, right? When you came back, when, yeah. when you got done traveling was like, yeah. you literally can do anything with your life. Yeah. Like it seemed like that really landed for you Big, through traveling in like a sure. really deep way. And I think in a health, in a healthy way that challenged what my mindset has been over the last five years, because for me, I'm like, uh, I've just been so set on medical school and I've had people ask me like, is this really what you want to do? But in my mind, I was always like, yeah, of course, this is what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even like really want to look at any other options and you know, this, this time off and getting away from it. And then also just going someplace like that, where that whole concept of like the steps of life is challenged a little bit mm-hmm. was very important for me. I think to at least feel more positive that I want to go into this. Yeah. Um, and thankfully I still do like I'm still really excited about it but I think I just have such a better perspective of like I'm choosing to do this as opposed to like this is what I have to do yeah and there's a at least for me personally such a big difference about between those two things for sure I want to go back to like something that you said that I, I really resonated with and I think a lot of people will, re- will resonate is just this that concept that you were talking about of okay you've worked and you've worked and you've worked to get into medical school yeah. you get into medical school it's cool but it's also like okay maybe it's not like like I think we, we it's so easy to get caught up in that root in that mindset of like okay I'll be happy when like, yeah. I'll, I'll be happy when this happens yeah. and then my life will be good. Right. Like I resonate with that right now with like, I'm in grad school Oh yeah. and there's that feeling of, you know, okay, I'll, I'll, once I graduate, then my life will be perfect. Right. Or, you know, I, I resonated with that a lot. I had experienced that when I worked at, got the job at care 11. Yeah. I was 26, which is yeah. so weird, which is how old you That's are. That's how I hold out. So weird right to me. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, but I remember thinking, yeah, so like, oh, I guess I, you, I guess you are older than me. I am like, you know, that, that's been a thing. <laughs> yeah. That we, so for the listeners, <laughs> Brian and I, I think like our staple, whenever I can get Brian to come out with me and my friends, <laughs> the staple question we love to ask people is who's older? Who's older? I know. And I'd say four out of five times, it's usually I'm the oldest one, People, think but there's an 11 older. year so age I'm gap. I'm 11 years older than, my, than, than you. Yeah. And I and I'm really just letting that sink in. When yeah, that happens. I'm like, thank you. Found of youth, granted, but it's going to his head. But so. a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people say it's because your beard. You have, you have like it's a always, thicker yeah. beard going on. Yeah, yeah. I've been rocking but, this for a couple of years. So. Um, which, by the way, we just went to the Dan and Shay concert the other night. That was so fun. So you got fun. me to go out with you that night. That was a blast. The, up into the general admission section. Yeah. Um, but back to what I was saying. Back to the real stuff. Here, yeah, the really important <laughs> Sorry. stuff. Trying to make this too casual. <laughs> this is very serious. This is a really serious conversation. Um, but no, like I, when I got the job at Care 11, I remember thinking like, oh, that was like my dream job. And then it was mm-hmm. kind of like really cool for a little bit. And then it was like, oh, wait, but like yeah. that's not like filling me up in the way that I want to be. Yeah. Like that's not the key to happiness, like yep. having a flashy job. For sure. And so I just think a lot of people are going to resonate with that. And what an incredible thing for you to kind of experience at a pretty young age, right? To kind of feel that like, yeah, it's really cool to have a 
great job and and right. do work that feels meaningful. Yeah. But it's it's about much deeper things than that that, that leads to like sus- like really sustained Definitely. happiness in life, which yeah, is so hard to figure out. Like the the shininess of, shininess of it is gonna wear off. Yeah, for sure. And I just don't want to like leverage my well being on something that's inevitably gonna go away. Yeah, you know, like that whole like and i and it and it is like an amazing you know i i i do like see why it's so easy to get trapped into it like being a physician and being you know i want to do surgery so being a surgeon yeah. is by nature a very it's an amazing job like i i love it like it's i'm i'm enamored by it, all of it and it fascinates me and yeah. the impact that you have on other people's life is so incredible and that's why i want to do it yeah but i think sometimes you know it feeds the ego a little bit sure. being like i'm you know, it it could be super easy for me to be like, oh, I'm very important. You know, yeah. I'm this person that helps people and um, I have this like job that puts some type of status on my And I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just am and like you said, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm seeing it now. And I think I've like always tried to, but the last few months have really helped me to more so feel it Yeah, and realize that, um, it's not going to be good for me to, to make it about that. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I, even going back to when I, you know, like I mentioned a little bit earlier and touched on this, I was studying music in college. Mm-hmm. I was a business major. I was a music industry minor. I was you know, DJing. I was trying my hand at making pretty terrible music. Hmm. Um, None of it you was were good. awesome. None of, none DJ of the music. Were, yeah. DJ. I mean, shout out DJ, Afario. DJ Afario. Alex Connor. Alex Connor. We used to DJ together. Yeah, um, we played a show. Played a show. Shows. To the probably to the grave, the coolest thing I'll ever do is open for T Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the one at Newman Outdoor Field? That was yeah. yeah. I remember we JCI went. JCI Music Festival. We went and yeah. we were there. I was yeah. there. I was in, I was um, in the mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> there was about maybe a hundred <laughs> people there. So. <laughs> Crushed it. On a massive baseball field, so it looked even emptier than and you it were was. like. Dan- I remember you were like moving around the stage. Yeah, I feel like I worked the stage pretty well. You did you yeah. worked the stage really well? Yeah. I, I was like- just trying to like imitate, probably like some other DJs that I have watched, but I keep thinking there's gotta be a way that you can become like a D like, like we, maybe I'll be like DJ the DJ into being a surgeon. Like, yeah, I don't know how many people are, how many DJs are like tearing their ACLs commonly, but well, I'm just, I could be like, like, the t- like the physician for, could you like DJ in the operating room is what I'm picturing. Well, like, so this is actually, I think a lot of people when they hear this are shocked by it. I've, um, I've been in the OR a good amount, so I knew this, but in, especially in orthopedics, which is, I think at this point, what I want to be doing. Yeah. Um, it's like, they're rocking music in there. Yeah. They're they're playing a lot of music, so I'll definitely have music in my OR, I'm sure someday, which yeah. will be fun. Which you'll be like, yeah. Get up the the CO2 canisters. Yeah. Like. Which is probably which is probably not what I should be saying to the world because my future patients might hear this and <laughs> yeah, think it's just gonna be a party when they're under under yeah, don't anesthesia. Worry. Don't worry, everybody. This is this is all. Just hey, don't joke. worry. We're having fun. All right. <laughs> We're having a good time. We're having a great time reconstructing your knee, right? <laughs> the vibes, the good vibes. The we'll, vibes we'll are so hot. Into their, into their ACL <laughs> repair faster. Um, what was what was your question? I don't though? No, I was talking about. Oh, so I was talking about at the time. Anyways, um, we were. I, you know, I was studying music. I was doing all this, and 
I went on a mission trip. Just in general, that was something I always wanted to try to do, and I had a great opportunity to present itself in college with um, some friends of mine. And it's funny, actually, that was such a cool trip for me because this happened, and then I also like have some of my best friends in my life that I met on that trip. Yeah. Um, or not met, but got closer to on that trip. And uh, I remember it was a medical mission trip. We were in Cusco, Peru. We went to this rural village, and the idea of becoming a doctor and pursuing that eventually was always kind of in the back of my head. Yeah. Um, but then I got like the, my first real hands-on experience of how you can help people in medicine. And I mean, it was amazing. Like these people in these villages, it was, um, yeah. you know, they had no access to medical care except for the couple times that this organization that I was with would come there um, mm-hmm. and, and, and provide that to them. And so I will never forget it so definitively that day I just remember saying this is the work that I'm meant to do Mm. and that's what set me on this path Um, and so you know going back to it can be so easy to get caught up in maybe what the job means to other people but what's really important is what does this job and what is the not the job but what is the work that I'm doing and how how I'm spending my energy and my time what does that mean to me Um, and I go back to that like that was just so cool for me to be able yeah. to to have that experience and I, I i think i'll always have that in my back pocket to reach for it kind of reminds me of like my friend jen grant i remember told me several years ago the importance of staying connected to your why and yeah like the how of life is where we get really caught up in our head mm-hmm. and like <clears throat> sometimes logistically can feel really, really overwhelming to figure out how you're going to accomplish what you want to do. But if you can really root into a why, like why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes that shifts and that kind of ebbs and flows for people, but like thinking right now, like, yeah, like what's your why? And and the why is what I think sustains us through a lot of that stuff. Cause you're right. And it can be really fun to have to do really exciting things with your career and accomplishments. And it's not that like those things can't be there. Right. And yet I think if that's the only thing that you're rooted in and and there's not a deeper why, sometimes it gets really hard to to be sustainable in a, in a career or just in the ways that you're showing up in the world. Totally. You know that. Yeah. I mean, I think our why is also very similar to Brian. Yeah. Um, and I think we get that from mom, who's probably the most empathetic person that we know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very much why you are doing what you're doing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing so much for other people, and you're um, really, I mean, it's amazing. Like, you're, our whole family's so proud of you. You're, mm-hmm. well, thank you. to, you've totally, like, taken a leap of faith over the last few years of leaving care and leaving this whole career that you had very much in, in rhythm and flow you know, it was yeah. moving. Yeah. Um, but you've, you've really, I think connected to your why. And I think our right. why is very similar. I think we, we find a lot of gratification in, um, somewhat helping others Yeah. and making the lives of others, yeah. you know, somewhat more positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say that your why is at this point right now? Um, I think I'm still working that out a little For bit. Sure. Yeah. Yep. But I think if, you know, to somewhat, somewhat reach for it, I think connecting with people around yep. me yep. is a huge part of everything I do in life. Like, I think that 
is that's that's always been so important for me. Yeah. You know, my, my close friends, I love connecting with people that I've just met. Um, yeah. And then going a step further, not only just trying to connect with them, but if I can like make people's lives somewhat easier or better, um, then I think that um, that that is that is very important for me. I think one of the best ways to I, I was just listening to something and they were talking about this. The best way to lift yourself is or the, the best yeah. way to lift yourself is to lift others. Lift others. Totally. Um, and, you know, I think it could, you know, sometimes you think like the more that I receive, the more that I have, but I, it's really the more that you can give yeah. um, to people, at least for me. For sure. Um, and I think that's a pretty gen- like good general principle in life in general is if you're helping people around you and making things easier for them. Yeah. Um, you're probably also going to be a lot happier and more fulfilled. That's so true. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, I think in some ways, like, it's good to be selfish in ways. Like, we kind of need to protect ourselves, especially in the world. But um, if you can, like, keep that at the core of what you're doing, I think that's, you're probably doing at least something right. Yeah. And, you know, that, and, and again, to say, like, that's definitely, I think, my ideal like it's very idyllic in some ways life can like life's hard to always be like that though totally by no means are like am i or i don't know you might be perfect yeah i've figured it out yeah you've like, really. you're always, actually i hit i figured out perfect like yesterday at like noon that yeah was the moment. yeah you've been great like, the last 24 hours <laughs> it's been a really solid 24 <laughs> hours for me <laughs> yeah i mean it's we were actually just talking about this last night i think we, you always know what you need to do at least in some yeah. ways like we always kind of know what to I do know. for our mental health and what to do that's going to make us happier. But sometimes it's just so hard to do that. Like sometimes you don't always have those energy reserves to, to pull from. Like for me right now, I know we were just talking about this yesterday. I know, yeah. I know for a fact, if I could wake up in the morning every at, at a certain time every day, early in the morning and yeah. like get my day started early and mm-hmm. be productive early, my, my mental health would be so much better. Yeah. But getting myself out of bed is so hard. It's so hard. It's it, yeah, like that 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 dynamic of knowing what's best for us. Yeah, and then actually, but actually learning that like it's not even like the knowing what's best for us that is the the key to it all. I feel like it's learning how to get yourself to actually do those things a little bit more often. Yeah, and and being gentle with yourself when you don't because. Mm-hmm. You know the perfectionism can kind of seep into that too, where you feel like, okay, I need to wake up every single day at yeah. this time, and if I don't, I've failed. And right, but it's yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard getting ourselves to do those things that we know are good for us, totally. especially especially when it comes to to mental health. Yeah, because yeah. when things are feeling really hard, it's hard to get yourself to do those things. It really is. Like I, I'm the same way. I think I have this like picture perfect idea like i i don't i'm like a i have a thing for morning routines like i just think they're so cool because mm-hmm. like you know, some of the most like you know i'm making quotes successful people in life as far as like just like career whatever have like these really interesting morning routines yeah and as well i think some of the happiest people in life also like the most important thing that they do is probably how they start their day yeah so i think there's like i think there's just like and it's so personalized to like some science to like what's yeah. the best way to start your day. So I come, I become a little obsessed with that sometimes. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily see it by my actions sometimes. Cause then I'm waking up at like 11 AM and <laughs> which goes back to the fact staying that staying up like till 4 AM I was gonna say, at, but the, that's at you the like, roadhouse you like, at the lake. <laughs> it's Cause you like to connect with people. Yeah. And that's, that it's like my, 
I think the thing that works best for me is also the one that hurts me the most is I like to be yeah. up till 3 a.m. at the lake sometimes with everybody. Eric but. is, you are the, you are the social, gosh, the social one in our family. I mean, other people in our family are social too, but for you, sure. you love people and you love being around your friends. Yeah. So. It's and just you, fun. You, and you threat like, like I'm so introverted. It's interesting. Do, do you I don't, think you're introverted or extroverted? Or I go, I can do, I can do both. I okay. think like I, and I can do both, but I think I can call myself both in some ways. Like, yeah. I'm incredibly happy. I, it's yeah, it's it's really a balance for me. Like I need that time by myself to be at least aware of like what I'm doing and being somewhat intentional about how I'm moving in that direction. Yeah. But I always feel like when I'm alone, I'm kind of charging up again to be around people. Yeah. Um, like I I, I know some friends that they actually like can't really stand to be alone, and they not stand to be alone, but they would just way more prefer to be around people all the time. Yeah. I'm. As much as I love to be around people, I also need that time alone too and to kind of reset. Yeah. Any boats around? Nope. I'm just doing a little check. Cool. Making sure we have not run into a boat clear. Yet. Yeah. This is, this is Good job, Captain. Well. Good job, Captain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when do you, what helps you with your mental health? So, and this is funny because, you know, I know exactly what I need to do, I feel like. Good yeah. sleep. Yeah, what helps you with your mental health and what no. of these things have you actually We're, done in the last yeah. month? <laughs> Very different list. <laughs> um, you know, I this is actually something I've also kind of just given myself like the 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 free pass this those last couple of months to just do whatever because yeah. I think I'm gonna in some ways in necessity need to be pretty on top of it when I go through school. Yeah. But you know, getting to bed early, getting up at a good time, and I think one of the, by far probably the most important thing for me is exercise mm. i you know that is so important to me i i can so quickly draw a line between me having a, a tough couple of days and me not having worked out or done sure. move my body or exercise in the last few days it all i feel like whenever i'm getting in a rut and if i'm feeling you know somewhat down about things or i just am losing my perspective on things it's always because I haven't really exercised in the last few days um, outside of like extenuating circumstances. But for the most part, if nothing's changed in my life and I just haven't exercised, yeah. I typically am not doing as well. Yeah. Um, people, connecting with people, um, that's huge for me. Just calling up a friend, talking to you, yeah. talking to our family, um, you know, being social and just feel like I'm, you know, doing something not sitting around on my phone yeah you know even like yesterday like i was just pretty exhausted i like sat on my phone all day and watched reels of i don't even know what i was watching you like don't even remember (laughs) and it was like a few hours hours. too i'm like what did i even (laughs) just do um hopefully you laughed at a couple of them yeah i definitely did there was some good stuff in there (laughs) uh some people are just so funny that's Social media is it's a and so creative and it's hilarious all at the same time yeah. yeah it's you can just get so wrapped up in it um but just doing something is always about it mm. I've really tried to like I've I've actually I think what's led me to where I'm at right now at least for my own personal journey is I've always I have these big dreams I always have a lot of ideas like mm-hmm. I have a pretty good idea of what I want to do mm-hmm. um 
and I think growing up, I was a bit of a dreamer around those things. But I think for me, it's just like, instead of just like thinking about it and like, I'd, I'd rather live my dream life than dream my life. And I, that Hold for that. like, I think, I think everybody would, but that, like I saw that, I saw that quote traveling. And for me, I think doing something about all these ideas and just like making little like chips off the block, yeah, taking little chips off the block every day and do something that I feel like is somewhat productive towards what, how I want to spend my life, then, you know, all that stuff adds up. And if I feel like I'm being productive, I think I'm always in a, Love in that. a better spot. Cause isn't it, cause I think we're wired really similarly in that yeah. way where we are big dreamers. Yeah. Like I can, I can dream up the most incredible things in my brain and yep. fantasize about that and yeah. have the vision for it. Yeah. But it, I, I, and I'm not saying this about you, but for me, I know the the challenge for me is always putting that into form for sure. You know, it's yeah. like, how do I, and, cause it, that, uh, there's almost like a unique sense of torture. I, f- I find to mm-hmm. having these incredible things that you're like, Oh my God, this would be incredible. I really want to create this. I really yeah. want to do this, but then not taking action towards those things. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Cause it's, it, that's when I start to feel really stuck for sure. Like getting myself to, to do the action towards the th- like the thing that I'm visualizing or dreaming up yeah. is really the the challenge and yeah. it, and it does, right. It just seems to come down to just little tiny steps every day. Yeah. And I've found too, like, that's where I think daily routines are so important. Oh yeah. Literally our daily routine is what can, conf- is what sets us up to be able to truly take action towards those things that we want our life to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, cause if our daily routine is not supporting or at least moving us, a little bit more forward yeah. every single day towards those things, yeah. they're never going to come true. Right. So I think so, just feeling like I'm moving yeah. in a direction. Love that. Is really important for me. Even if it's just one step, right? Absolutely. Like one little step and, and every day. I also take plenty of days where I just, I stay in the same place too. Yeah. And it's always, it's never going to be linear to you. are never going to be, yeah. it's not a straight shot to what you want your life to look like. But I will also make, you know, as we're talking about this too, even what we're talking, it's what we're saying is very important to me and it is very important to you too, but we talk about this all the time. I think the number one thing that makes me happy now that I think about it is just being grateful Mm. and being present Mm -hmm. and trying to really force my, my field of vision into what am I doing right now? In the moment. Count my blessings. Yeah. Because... I think very, you know, it's very innate in life to, to see like, oh, what don't I have yet? Mm. What will I maybe never have? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel very lucky for like, even like we're sitting on this sitting boat on right this boat, now yeah. as we're rocking pretty good, yeah. but like, I'm in my favorite place in the world right now. I'm with my brother mm-hmm. and you know, we haven't lived in the same place for a long long time so it's amazing every time we get to spend time with each other and like we just had an incredible week with our family and um i got to see a ton of people back here and reconnect with people and um i'm also stepping into this exciting exciting chapter but yeah you know just always no matter what i've been actually doing something this has actually been really helpful for me at the you actually put this idea in my head but i've tried to just write at the end of every day no matter what i've had a rough day just write like three things i'm grateful for beautiful and you can always find them. Always there. They're always there. They're always there. 
you know, and I'll do, I'll go like two to three weeks of a period of like, just not really feeling like myself and not doing well, but that is always there to count on. Like, yeah. Like sometimes it's like, this, sometimes you kind of have to really look too. Yeah, Happy for that. Babe. That was a good lunch today. <laughs> I have a blanket on me as I'm falling asleep. <laughs> but it, but truly though, and and that and those things they can seem small, but they're actually yeah. pretty big, right? Oh, they're like huge. When you think about yeah, yeah. When you think about just it's the small things. Yeah, it's the small things, and I and I love that you're talking about being present because that's yeah, it's the most cliche thing. I know that we hear all the time like be present, but it really is. That's like yeah, that's the stuff. Oh yeah, because we're we're always if we're not if we're not getting ourselves back into the moment, yeah, we're gonna always be living for what's next, which is yeah, we're never there. We're never in the future. We're never in the past. We're always right here. We're always this is all we have. We're always right here. No matter what, it's always life's. There's no time like the present. Like we're always we're always just where we are. Our, where our feet are is where we are. Yeah. Um, and I like say it very emphatically because I think I actually have had a hard time with that throughout my life like I think I've always just had my mind in other places not always but I just think that that's something that's common for me mm -hmm. and so I find myself being the happiest when I'm just here here yeah. wherever I'm at yeah. just enjoy it well I'm starting to think now here I am pulling myself out of the moment yeah about how mom probably wants us to go back and play <laughs> in the cabin yeah before we leave today. and we're probably I think we're about to hit the other side of the yeah, lake so we actually have drifted so far pretty far yeah but we did not um it's getting pretty choppy too we did not hit any boats which is yeah. good but um thanks for having me on this has been this has been fun it's been awesome yeah i think we did okay this can be the what did we call it the flagship episode the flagship episode some other people might have other things to say yeah. about that other guests i think people have been really waiting for this one <laughs> this, is, this is a peak moment for the, for the <laughs> podcast um i love you so much love you too thank thanks you for, for doing me. this and of course. Um, maybe we'll do it again soon for sure okay all right, let's uh, let's find ourselves back to shore. Also, just a reminder that this podcast is not meant to replace work with a therapist. And so if you feel you need it, I encourage you to reach out to a trained mental health professional. All right, we'll talk soon.